Thank you for joining the Zen Care Podcast. These recorded Dharma talks are given freely to our community in the heart of New York City, which we are honored to now share with you. New York Zen Center for Contemplative Care is dedicated to transforming the nature of care through contemplative practice by meeting illness, aging, and death with compassion and wisdom. Learn more about us through zencare.org. just do zazen. But how often we're just so frickin' busy and addicted to our distractions, our preferences, our hurts, our joys, what we wished was happening, what we wished wasn't happening. When fundamentally, the Dharma doesn't care. Ryokan says, Why do you so earnestly seek the truth in distant places? Look for delusion and truth right now at the bottom of your heart. You don't have to look anywhere else. It's all there. Your craziness and your wisdom. It's funny that we think that it's not there. Or that somebody else can give it to us. Or something can give it to us. but it's all up to us. Chodo and I are the 85th generation of teachers and Shakyamuni Buddha in our lineage. It's so humbling. And some people in this room are preparing to receive Jukai, becoming the 86th generation. Eighty-six generations of people who have decided to not speak ill of the three treasures. 
which is the last of the 16 bodhisattva precepts that Dogen put together. And the three treasures are, of course, the first three refuges, which are also the first three precepts, Buddha, Dharma, and Sangha. Buddha, which Dogen loved so much, he did not understand Buddha as some kind of ethereal, transcendent thing. He was just a person who woke up. So when we take refuge in that, we become that person who can wake up to this fundamental truth that actually Ryokan is pointing to. That'll be each of us soon, soon enough in the back of that ambulance. Why do you seek so earnestly the truth in distant places? Look for delusion and truth at the bottom of your own heart. <coughs> it is us that makes it so complicated. Which is so, that which is so simple. in that gatha that we chant before Dharma talk is saying, it's like, now see it, hear it, maintain it. It's a gatha of every moment, actually. Because the Dharma is always bringing forth the truth of this warm room, how it feels in your skin. What are you waiting for to see yourself at one with the Buddha? Or are you so into your story about how you, that's not really quite you? Or just taking refuge and not disparaging anything, including the Dharma, which means everything. What would it mean to actually take on that precept of not disparaging a single thing. What would you think about? <laughs> what would you speak about? And how would you function in your life? How free. And this is the same for a Sangha. What would happen if you didn't defile the Sangha?
to me, the main defilement of Sangha is when I think that I'm not you. The delusion of separateness. We think that our problems are so different from other people's problems. Or other people have too many problems, or whatever it is. The jewel of Sangha tends to be the most challenging for most of us. To really allow yourself to completely belong. Which we actually all do. But we tend to make that complicated too. Well, I don't really belong. Many people don't even feel like they belong in this world. And yet we're here. It's like the craziest idea. It's like saying there's not a wood floor. And yet we do that. We think we don't belong. a disparagement of the Sangha, or our connectedness. <clears throat> what would happen if we recognized ourselves and others as the manifestations of oneness of Buddha? The diversity of Dharma and the harmony of Sangha. What then? Daito Roshi said that to maintain this precept is just to truly experience intimacy with all things. Jukai, which is a receiving where people receive the precepts formally, is when you formally decide, I am going to be followed this way. Yep. You know, the whole idea of Buddhists is just like a modern convention. It was just like people who followed the Buddha way the awakened way. It was not a thing. It wasn't even an ism. It was actually a Christian idea that made it Buddhism. So Jukai is saying, yes, I'm going to follow this way. These precepts. This practice taking refuge in Buddha, Dharma, and Sangha. Which as activities go, it's rather benevolent. And to do this, you usually ask permission to receive from your teacher 
and train. And so this rakasu, which is a image of a rice field. A place where things grow and where things we receive nourishment. And during, before the ceremony, actually, the people who are receiving Jukai write the lineage down on a very particular kind of paper. It's called a Ketchmiaku, which is a blood lineage chart. Ketchi means blood, and Miyaku means vein, pulse, or hope. And it delineates all the transmission points from teacher to student for these 86 generations. end of the ceremony, the teacher, transmitting teacher says, now you are a child of the Buddha. So in a very literal sense, you're joining the family of the Buddha. In theory, we're joining a very rational, sane family. <laughs> Sounds good. But we're joining as babies, in a way. And often we don't understand the implications of receiving Jukai. And yet, a baby is a whole person. But how do we sit in our zazen in that, with that attitude of like a baby? What if we didn't know the implications, which actually we don't? What if we didn't have to fill in the gaps with all of our assumptions about the next moment? Like a baby. I love babies. And babies love Chodo even more. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, this practice is like learning to be, in some ways, like a baby, where the whole world is fresh and new. The moment we think we know, we don't.
Dogen says, not speaking ill of the three treasures is to expound the Dharma with the body. And the body is a harbor and a fish pool, the most important thing. The virtues return to the ocean of reality. Don't comment on them. Just hold and serve. That is such a fabulous instruction for meditation practice. Hold and serve what arises instead of trying to control what arises or mediate what arises or have tons of opinions about what arises. But to me, the beauty of this practice is learning how to be of service. The ground of this precept is really that the universe has no inside and no outside. What would it be like to walk around and seeing no outside. Everything is fully manifesting just as it is, perfect and complete. We must see others as ourselves and ourselves as others. Whenever there's a villain, guess who that is? You. So from the literal perspective, just don't do it. Don't speak ill of the awakened nature of the Dharma and the Sangha. No problem. But from the more relational perspective, in the spirit of compassion and wisdom, examine yourself as the three treasures, as the Buddha, Dharma, and Sangha. And to speak or think ill of oneself or anyone is to revile the three treasures. I like that. Mm -hmm. To speak or think ill of yourself or others is to revile the three treasures. So to me, Dogen always tends to say it best. He says, continuous practice day after day is the most appropriate way of expressing gratitude. 
This means that you practice continuously without wasting a single moment of your life. Without using it for your own sake. Why is this so? Your life is a fortunate outcome of the continuous practice of generations. You should express your gratitude immediately. So how will we do that? To me, the more I embed myself in practice, the more gratitude is just like the most obvious thing. And I'm constantly forgetting that too. There is nothing in anyone's life, including all of you and me, that is not appropriate for your training. Whatever is arising in your life is what the Dharma is presenting. And to me, our job is just to meet it, whatever it is, with the mind of compassion and wisdom, not with a machine gun or a saber or a whip. Now we see it, hear it, and maintain it. That verse is reminding us that it's always now. It's so funny how we think it's not. Why do you so earnestly seek the truth in distant places? Look for delusion and truth at the bottom of your heart.